So what are the pros and cons of seeing a younger doctor versus an older doctor? So other than the obvious, um, there's a few things I think that are crucial and uh, important. So first of all, when you're seeing a younger doctor, and by younger, let's say somebody he, who is uh, two to three, maybe five years out of residency, an older, older physician with more experience, I'd say somebody's about five to 10 years out of uh, residency. And the reason I break it up this way is because I think it takes most new graduate, most new doctors, probably a year or two to kind of get their feet wet and kind of know what they're doing. Because a lot of people, especially if they're trained in more academic centers, um, it takes them, you know, based on the data and, and research, it takes them, you know, about a year and a half to kind of catch up to their community counterparts. Um, so it kind of depends. If your doctor graduated from a community hospital where they're used to taking care of a lot of patients, very savvy, very practical, then yeah, absolutely, there, you know, there wouldn't be that much of a difference. If your physician graduated from more of a academic center where they only see a handful of patients and they wax prophetic about every little thing and don't have the breadth and width of experiencing all kinds of problems and taking care of all kinds of patients, then yeah, that would be uh, different. So I, let's start with the young doctors, for example. So back when I was younger, when I just finished uh, uh, fellowship, you know, I remember I was like super up to date. Like some of my older partners, it was like, wait, what? You know, we don't do that anymore. We, we you know, the, the latest data does this. And the reason is because I had just studied for my board exams and board exams are usually pretty up to date. And some of my partners had graduated, you know, many years earlier. Now, obviously they renew their board exams and study all the time too. So it might be just a matter of they're like a year behind or so, but everybody eventually catches up. But one of the things that I like about younger doctors from what I remember is their knowledge is usually a little bit more up to date, especially if they come from a big academic center where they try and do the latest and greatest stuff. They have the latest studies and all that. Definitely that makes a huge difference. Um, another thing I, I remember is, you know, super enthusiastic, super eager. I mean, you would like jump off a bridge for your patients. I'm not saying we don't do that now. But when you're young and excited and you just got out of residency and it's your first job, you know, and it's your first patients, you kind of like bring a lot more enthusiasm to the table. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It just is what it is. Does that mean older doctors are not enthusiastic? No. Um, there are plenty of older doctors that are super enthusiastic, like myself. I've definitely been out of residency way more than five years um, and definitely I still bring that same eagerness and enthusiasm and I approach every patient like they're my only patient and my friend. Um, so definitely there's a little bit of that going on, especially in today's world. Maybe doctors back 15, 20 years ago were not like that because they were like your family doctor, your friend. They kind of knew everything. They knew everything about you. They knew your parents. Um, but in today's world, especially with like the work hour restrictions, the you know, salary restrictions and all that. I feel like a lot of people are not as enthusiastic about uh, medicine as they used to be. Um, newer doctors, I feel, are also very technologically savvy. Like they're very good at using the computer. They're good at, uh, you know, responding quickly to your messages. If you send them a message on Epic or MyChart or what have you, they will respond to you uh, quickly. Um, you may be able to 
message them on social media apps. If you find your doctor or some of these practices may have their own app, you can find them on social media, message them. Now, it might be a little bit inappropriate, but, you know, definitely they're way more technologically savvy. Um, I remember when I was first applying to jobs, one of the jobs I interviewed at, and they're like, wait a second, you ran a social media uh, management company in Chicago? I was like, yeah. Like, oh, well, we could really use that. We would love to have you uh, on our team. So that can make a huge difference uh, as well. Um, the other thing about having a younger doctor is you might be around. A lot of my patients, I remember like, oh, you know, you're a new guy. You're young. You don't look that old. Well, at least you'll be here longer than I am. So obviously my patients are older because they're cardiac patients, but a lot of patients kind of want their doctor to be around and not change so much. So if you hook up with a younger doctor, you know they're probably going to be around, at least statistically speaking. Although in today's changing worlds with like different organizations trying to poach doctors from others and signing bonuses and corporatized medicine, I feel like that's going away. Doctors jump ship and move around quite a bit. Now, lucky for me, I've, I've been in the same practice ever since I started my career, and I'm not going anywhere. Um, but for a lot of doctors, you know, the next big opportunity comes up. They want to grow. They want professional development. They want to expand, you know, things like that. They're very ambitious. Maybe some of them maybe aren't. They just want to sit back and get a, you know, cushier job with less work. I don't know. Everyone's different. But the, the, statistically speaking, your doctor's more likely to be around for you if they're uh, younger. Now, the cons to having a younger doctor is obviously they have limited experience. While they just finished reading the books and taking their uh, exams and they know the book knowledge, they don't know practically how to apply everything. Like, you know, back in the day when I was younger, you'd be like, wait a second, the mitral regurgitation 60% rule or the aortic, you know, this, this and that, the measurement here, you know, things are hyper-technical and good for board exams, don't really apply to real-world outcomes. You know, a patient that comes in, and I'm just using this as a wild example, let's say their ejection fraction is 56%, and normal in your mind is 60. And you're going to like, and they have mitral regurgitation, or they have whatever it might be, and you're like, oh my God, it's a 3 to 4% drop, and you, you know, you start obsessing over these little things, when in reality, you know, those things like that don't make that much of a difference. Um, so I feel like one of the things is when you have more experience, you know how to apply the knowledge that you have to taking care of patients. That makes a huge difference uh, when it comes to medicine and the practice of medicine. It's not, uh, you know, like, here's the numbers. Here's what I learned in school. Or here's how I'm applied to everybody. You become a little more savvy and a little bit more aware and you kind of know how to apply these things to various patients, their families, you know, you get to know your patients as well. So I think that makes a big difference. Um, sort of like with that, I would say another con would be less seasoned judgment. You know, back when I was younger, if a family was like, we want to turn off the ventilator for our 94-year-old grandmother who's dying of like cancer everywhere, my younger self would be like, well, wait a second, just, just give us a couple more days. You know, your judgment... Um, might not have been, you're not that mature, you know, whether it's socially or emotional IQ or what have you, you might not be as mature as you are now, where now you know, you know, the family where they're at, you meet them where they're at, you meet their patients where your patients where they're at, you be, you be have more judgment, more wisdom, and you, you, be, you get really good at that. So I think that's another 
um, disadvantage of younger doctors. Another one is a lack of confidence. Um, there are lots of doctors that don't know enough and will refer everything out, which is not bad because that's how you learn. When you see what the consultant says, like I get a lot of people that send patients to me for elevated, I don't know, liver enzymes while on Crestor or Lipitor or whatever. I see the patient, I look at their lab values, evaluate them, I send them the note back saying, hey, their ALT and AST are 40 and 55, it's not really abnormal, not a big deal, we can tolerate an elevation up to you know such and such a number, and it's not that big of a deal. So they learn, but initially there's a little bit of a lack of confidence there, or you see an EKG and you're like, eh, not really sure what this is, looks a little funny, um... You know, let me ask one of my partners, which which is fine. People do that. It's better to not know and ask than to just pretend you know everything and not ask anybody and, you know, be overconfident. You're, there's a fine line between being too confident and not knowing what's going on than being uh, inquisitive and seeking knowledge in a way that helps your patients. So that's huge. Now, jumping over to the more experienced older doctors, which I classify Anybody that's been doing it over, I'd say three to five years, definitely five to 10 years would fall into this category. This would be me. There's a lot of people kind of in between. I'm not like your 50, 60, 70 year old doctor. I think at some point there's like a point of diminishing returns where those doctors are probably a little bit too old. Now, if you're up to date and you're wise and you're smart and you're keeping up with everything, fine. I don't think that's a problem, but I'd say somewhere in the range of five to 10 years out from fellowship is kind of the sweet spot for the more experienced doctor. Like a patient walks into me today for quote-unquote POTS syndrome, I don't need to order a single test. I don't need to do a tilt test. I don't need to do anything. I know by the what, what they're telling me based on the thousands of patients I've seen with POTS syndrome that they have POTS and here are the two medications that make this go away, right? Or I see a weight loss patient it has come to me after seeing multiple other weight loss physicians and... They, other people don't know what they're doing and whatnot. They come to me, boom, I know exactly how to make them drop weight quickly and effectively. So I think a lot of it, um, the experience makes a huge difference. I think number one pro of having an older physician that's experienced is that they uh, have experience. They can recognize patterns. They can recognize disease states. They know what works. They know what doesn't work because they've been there before and they've done it a billion times. So I think that's huge. Um, the other thing with more experienced doctors, they have an established reputation. You go to them because they have, have an established uh, reputation. They're always online. You know, you can read reviews. They have 7,000 reviews instead of just five. You know, you know what you're getting. This can kind of cut both ways, though, so be careful from it. Because a lot of these older doctors, while they might have a lot of reviews and their patients love them, it's their elderly cohort of patients that started out with them back when they were like 35, 40 years old and now are still with them when they're like 55, 60, 65 years old. So that can cut both ways. Patients are naturally attracted to physicians that click with them and they're more likely to stick with them. So I think part of that can go either way. Just because someone has an amazing established reputation does not always mean that they know uh, what they're doing. We've all seen physicians that are just like, been around forever and they're doing things that are like whoa you know we haven't done that since like know, seven eight years ago you know, no one does that anymore like why are we still doing this and ordering that or you know who still uses this medication and why now it could be they're just wiser 
and know more. And they're doing those things because they just know more than you. Absolutely. Definitely a possibility. Um, the other thing I think that older, more experienced doctors have is they have more wisdom and confidence. Similar to what we t- talked about earlier, the younger ones, maybe not. But you have wisdom because you've been around. You know what works. You kind of know what doesn't work. You know how to talk to patients better. If you're trying to convince that patient that they should not withdraw the ventilator or turn off the ventilator or leave it on or whatever, you have more wisdom. You're more empathetic. Maybe your emotional IQ is better because doctors, when they come out of med school right away or residency, a lot of times they're robots. You know, they don't really know how to talk to people. Some do, some don't. I don't know. kind of depends. But a lot of times as time goes on, they become more cultured, more personable. They become better talking to people. So the wisdom kind of builds up. They also have more confidence when they speak because they, they've been around. They've been doing it. You know, I've been doing this for like 5, 10, 15, 20 years, what have you. You know what's going on. You know what works. You know, like for example, when I'm in the ICU and, I, and when I used to run the ICU as a resident, as the ICU resident in internal medicine, uh, critical care, when we used to run the ICU, we knew which patients were most likely going to die and which ones weren't. We knew that if we turn off the ventilator, like sometimes a family will come up to us and say, hey, we want to take out the tube. We want to extubate this patient. We don't want the ventilator anymore. We want to take it out. Like, and then we look at, we look at each other and we're like, uh, they're not going to die. If you extubate them now, they're going to be around. Um, this is probably not a good idea. Or we know that if you extubate them, they will die instantly. Like they are not going to be able to breathe on their own. So experience breeds confidence um, and wisdom. So that's very important uh, to keep in mind. Um, another pro I feel is communication. Like I said, older doctors know how to talk to people. Younger doctors might not be that refined and that personable. But when you've had many years of interacting with patients and their families and their kids and their you know brothers and sisters and out in the community and giving talks and what have you, you're way better at communicating that uh, with uh, the patients and you're better at it. The cons are, like I said, possibly outdated practices. Now in medicine, that's a little harder to do because in medicine, you have to stay up to date. You have to do your 120 hours a year. You have to take exams. You have to stay up to date. That doesn't necessarily mean that everybody does it or they don't just study to pass the exam or whatever. I'm sure there's people like that. But the vast majority of physicians definitely uh, do their best to uh, stay up to date. But still, when you're dealing with an older physician, um, there is this possibility that they might not be as up-to-date as others. Now, there, there's always this also, like, academic centers usually have the latest and greatest technology. Now, latest and greatest technology doesn't always equal better outcomes, but definitely, like, cardiac MRI, for example. You know, when I was in fellowship, we had to learn how to read cardiac MRI, and it was part of our training, but we don't do it that often at our facility, if at all, we would send them out to a place that does them, knows how to read them. That's a difference in quote unquote technology and maybe dated versus outdated practices. So while we still know about it and use it, we ourselves don't actually read them. And that happens a lot. Like if you don't practice or use a certain uh, technology or procedure, you shouldn't be doing it because you don't know it as well as someone else who does it every day. Older physicians may have a higher potential for burnout. They have been doing this for a very, very long time and they're just like tired and exhausted. You know, let's say they've saved up enough money to retire whenever they want. They're just kind of going through the motions. 
there is a lot of burnout in medicine. It is a tough, tough field. I mean, even sometimes today, I feel like I'm just exhausted. Um, literally every day, patients, clinic, hospital rounds, procedures, running around, phone calls, on call, never really sleeping. Like literally for decades, you will never sleep normally, ever. So it's very, very difficult uh, on the body, physically, mentally, spiritually. You know, your family kind of hates you even sometimes, but definitely very, very difficult. The other con to having an older, more experienced doctor is their schedule's probably busy. They probably have a huge panel of patients that love them, and you might not be able to get in. So what you could do is just schedule with the new guy and see if you like them. Be like, hey, you know, put me in with whoever's available. It's usually the younger, newer person that's available. See if you click with them. Now, a wise younger physician probably isn't going to meet you on the first day and want to change everything, even though I do feel that way. Like a lot of times when I'd meet patients, when I was a new graduate, a lot of times when I'd meet patients, I'm like, oh my God, you know, this patient's on this and this and this. And part of it is me not having the experience to know that this, this, and this are okay or better. Part of it is like me being a new grad thinking that, you know, I know everything and, and being confident and thinking, you know, we need to do everything the way we did it in Chicago. Why are we doing it this way? But then as you get older, you realize like, some of this older wisdom is better. You know, old time wisdom sometimes is better than newer technology, newer medication. So when you see the newer doctor, if they like want to change everything right away, maybe try it out, but just be, just be careful. Like for me, when I was a newer doctor, I did not on the first day meet patients and want to change everything because that's just a very weird way to meet people. Like imagine guests come to your house and you meet them for the first time and you start giving them advice on how they need to change their lives and you just met them. So that's not a good idea. Um, so that's kind of my thoughts on this topic. Um, we talk about this stuff literally all day and all night in my community. Um, the problem with the average doctor visit is it's only 100 seconds, one minute and 40 seconds. If you want to talk to me all day, all night, join my community, dralonet slash community, dralonet slash community. You can join our community. We have weekly Zoom meetings. You can ask me questions all day and all night through the app. You can watch all of our previous live replays uh, through the uh, app. There's a whole bunch of special courses and, you know, live interviews and stuff, private interviews that I've done with other groups that are available to you. And I uh, hope you will enjoy it. I think you will. People in that community have changed their lives. So highly recommend it. Either way, I will catch you in the next episode. Peace.